I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast we can hear a couple of guys talk about Avatar, The Way of Water. Now in theaters, after a 13 year wait, Rise Real fired up about it. He fired up uh, the new Weekend song from the soundtrack to get the heads all juiced up for this. Is that correct, Rye? This guy, The Weekend, he's gonna be major. What do you like better, this song that The Weekend made for Avatar 2? Or his contributions to the Uncut Gems soundtrack. This is pretty good, but it sounds exactly like everything else he's ever done. What if Howard Ratner from Uncut Gems was in Avatar? Would you be more inclined to see I disagree. I do have a reveal, though, that I was saving for the show. Him all blue? Does it have to do with Avatar? It does, yes. Wow. Tell me. My reveal is that I want to see it. <laughs> What do you think? He's back. I think it looks decent. Okay. And COD's review put me over the edge. So you're caught up in the whirlwind. Now it's out after all this wait. And who wouldn't want to see it? It's a new James Cameron movie. First time in 13 years. I'm nothing if not a victim to like the hype machine with anything. I'm a sneakerhead. I collect limited edition movie memorabilia, like literally anything. Like if a popular tattoo artist opens their books, I got to jump on it. It's... You should get Avatar shoes, by the way, if those exist. They probably do. They're probably awful. Like the Jake Sully's. This girl we went to elementary school with, Melissa Ruggiero, if you're listening. I believe we went to high school with her, too. I'm sorry, Melissa, if you're listening. Um, I remember she had free Willy sneakers in, like, the third grade. And I remember thinking that was so funny. And it's, like, in hindsight, like, kind of sick. Those are fire. I wish I had those on my feet right now. I bet you Michael Jackson got a pair of those for every kid that he raped. (laughs) Oh, what, to give to them or for his own collection? I think he put them on them when they were in his home. I'm a sneakerhead. (laughs) He was on the soundtrack is why I bring that up. (laughs) I wish he was on the soundtrack for Avatar 2. I wish he was alive. How about that? I mean, Michael, we miss you. This episode is dedicated to the memory of Michael Jackson. Wow. And I thought this was fun. Avatar The Way of Water. This is Friday when we're recording this, just to place this in time. The movie came out last night and had a bunch of screenings. It's already made like 70 mil. They're saying Avatar The Way of Water is on pace for a $525 million opening weekend. It's already made how many? 70. On a Thursday? Yeah, like last night through like a bunch of night screenings and yeah through and of course james cameron happened upon a like 48 degree and raining weekend i mean the stars aligned for for the work like it's the week before christmas it easily could have been like perfect weather outside Mm -hmm. which would make everybody want to go like look at christmas trees and like do outdoor stuff he just brought everybody inside this is the way of water it's falling from the sky and forcing people to go see avatar the way of water in theaters this is like this is destiny no one has any choice in this matter. The pick of destiny? Yes. But I mean, everyone's fired up. I had a laugh. <laughs> I saw on Twitter. 
someone retweeted the view saying coming up we have Edie falco joining us to talk about being a part of the new movie avatar the way of water her like what a car we have got unobtainium here <laughs> what a dragon <laughs> like oh my god i was also laughing imagining her and tony as avatars like what the fuck this fucking this fucking thing won't fly because i'm too fucking fat <laughs> oh tony's weighing down you blow your father with that mouth tony's weighing down that dope red dragon with that like muscly <laughs> general guy i have been dreaming and fantasizing about jake sully <laughs> And Neytiri. <laughs> and all the new characters, too. Oh, poor you. But I mean, so are you going to see it? Have you made plans to see this picture? I have not, but <laughs> I may, I could be convinced to go see it I, at some point. I don't I, I don't really want to do the opening weekend thing. Okay. I was going to say, I'm seeing it with uh, the Rounding Down podcast, fellas, tomorrow night. See if we hey can, guys. Uh, see if I could. Pull some strings for you at the AMC Braintree and uh, oh. maybe get you in there. I would go if you could guarantee a mass shooting. <laughs> and that I could help wow. uh, thwart the shooter or get shot in the face. Either one would be an acceptable outcome. Hero or dead. Yeah, you're cool with being the hero or the villain in this mm-hmm. scenario. You just want to be on the scene. I just, I, I, if, if there was that element of it, it would probably heighten the movie for me. There's just no doubt. Right? <laughs> yeah, like the 3D is one thing, but then that happens, and then you're really feeling immersed. I'm standing in the back, and I see this kid with a black trench coat coming through the emergency exit that he propped earlier in the day. Wow. And, like, the black trench coat flies open, and, like, the AR-15 comes out, and he's firing rounds into the front row. He gets all the old deaf people first. I oh. come running down the aisle with a popcorn in one hand and a big Diet Coke in the other. As you do. I cream him with the Diet Coke fucking ice all over the place and i'm on top of him <laughs> and i'm yeah. sh- shoving popcorn down his throat while i punch him in the face with the other hand good move the whole theater erupts in applause wow only people that died are deaf old people wow or blind old people whatever whoever's in the front row and then you're standing the bur- over the his burdens body. on society are the only ones who die and i stand over his body and i go not in my fucking theater and then I piss all over him. And then you eat an entire pack of cookie dough bites in two two bites. And then I sit on a few remnants of them, and they make a big stain on my pants like I had duty. No. I mean... The whole that's... theater erupting. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh... That's gotta hurt. The fucking nuke stands a bit. <laughs> that's terrific. But, uh, check out the Rounding Down pod, mm. and hopefully they have me on to do a review of Avatar, wow. so I can just talk about this movie as much as possible for the rest of time. I wish you'd seen it already. That'd be good to call this episode Avatar, but aren't we going to watch, like, The Bones Are There Money, or whatever that movie is with <laughs> Timothy Chalamet? Yeah, some sort of, like, cannibal rom-com, or whatever the and fuck this is. And from all over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that does seem like it's going to be the hot ticket item of the evening the and <laughs> speaking of did you see that barbie trailer for, oh did i for greta gerwig's barbie passion project starring uh what's her name that babe who's like margot robbie yeah how am i forgetting her how name? could you forget her name wow didn't you have your rotten pricks shoved between her boobs last so, night uh yeah i did actually thank you for reminding sorry me. feminist listeners wow. i'm looking at you monty wow you queen. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's homophobic. I don't support that either. But yeah, this this trailer looked fun. I still don't know what this movie's gonna be, but they showed some shots of uh, Ryan Gosling as Ken. 
Margot Robbie looking quite attractive. I don't know if anyone's ever noticed that uh, she's very pretty. Would you fuck I, Tanya, Margot Robbie? No, I wouldn't. You would not. Please. Please. I mean, I'm trying to think of, has she ever been unattractive in a movie? I was going to say, I fuck that version. She looks fine in I, Tanya, I think. Yeah, even when she's made to be... We all love Monster. Her is like uh, Harley Quinn. That's her top, I think. Yeah, that really works. A lot of people would say Wolf of Wall Street, but there's something about her being extra slutty that's really fun. The fun. reality is that if Lucy said it was cool, I would have sex with any woman that does not have AIDS. <laughs> oh, any? Any. Any on No blood relatives, no AIDS, I'm down. Those are some good caveats to that's have. It. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Fans, keep that in your back pocket. But I mean, the Barbie trailer, I didn't realize that we knew this is a Greta Gerwig picture who, for people who don't know, did Lady Bird and Little Women. And they were no longer little girls. They were little women. And she's, you know, an actress in a <clears throat> number of things. I'm a big fan <clears throat> of Frances Ha. I probably Great mentioned movie. that like 800 times on this, but I'm going to do it once more. But she co-wrote this movie with her husband, Noah Baumbach, who... Also has a movie called White Noise coming to Netflix in a few weeks, starring Greta Gerwig mm. and Adam Driver. We're going to cover that. I know. Got a good feeling about it. And I didn't know he had, you know, a credit on this movie. I feel like them working on this together, Barbie, this could be a picture of substance. When does it come out? Like February? I think so. Or maybe like summer. This seems like a summer picture. Should be. The trailer did a whole 2001 bit where, like, instead of the monolith, it's Barbie and everyone's being all wacky. It was like a clever teaser trailer. I feel like they don't put a lot of thought into them anymore. And I was impressed by this one. Mm. Friend of the show, Rian, sent us the link. Thanks for giving us that content. Mm. How you doing, bud? He's back. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that Black Adam is now available on HBO Max. The uh, enjoyable, profitable film that uh, everyone liked in a serious way. And did you even hear that uh, the rock stuff, like what's going on with DC and all that? We should probably get into so, the fucked up DC rock corner. In our phone. No, I, I, I heard about how he put out tweets like pretending the movie did much, much better than it really did. And now everyone's figuring that out and it's sort of humiliating for him. Yeah, I want, he should be in prison. Mm. Dwayne Johnson and his team, this is according to Warner executives, Dwayne Johnson and his team purposefully leaked a financial sheet filled with false assumptions to deadline to make it seem like Black Adam was a financial success. Whoops. Can you imagine anything like more desperate and lame than him just like lying about his turkey, like in a real way, to the point where like businessmen are like, uh, "What are you doing? Like, <laughs> you're uh, you're fucking everything up here." He's uh, he's the worst. Yeah, and he like, really is. There's also we this, gotta get rid of him. This new announcement that uh, James Gunn, the film director, was he's like the CEO of DC Films now. And he's uh, in control of like their new superhero universe. So um, they announced Henry Cavill is like no longer going to be Superman. But he is going to step into that Amazon Prime Warhammer 40K project that's yes. going to be so, so nerdy. Speaking of um-er, yeah. 
he's no longer Superman. He's now playing. He's going to be in like a live action version of a board game. I actually have a Warhammer 40k related beacon. Ooh. I played that game with Marcus Booth uh, in his basement for years, and I cannot find him on social media and would love to see what he's up to. So anyone out there, if you're listening and you talk to Marcus Booth, number one, tell him I said what up. <laughs> number two, tell him I would like to have an internet relationship. In cyber sex, all of it. I always forget what a cool guy nerd you are. I mean, you've got Magic the Gathering in your past. You've got I used to some... play in Magic tournaments at like a card shop. I mean, you still could if you were so inclined. Me and like eight pedophiles and a bunch of young <laughs> kids. Like, hey, team, <laughs> uh, I got a Black Lotus. I'm, I'm all in. Or whatever you do with That's these cards. That's probably the best card you can get. Yeah, good call. But I mean, this is a big deal because Henry Cavill announced like a month ago that he was back and going to like... You know, play Superman in some new mm. movies. And who could who could forget his cameo at the end of Black Adam, where he shows up and is like, "Hey, listen, uh, you're concerning people because you got powers and you got lightning." And uh, the know. Superman and Black Adam fight in the post credit sequence. No, like he pops up to be like, "Look, we gotta talk." It's just like a thirty second thing to make people go like, mm, "I'm er." Maybe they'll make like Superman versus Black Adam, and now they definitely won't. It's like official. They're like starting fresh with everything. I wonder who, like Liam Hemsworth, stepped in on The Witcher. Yeah, and, and there's also that Henry right. Cavill quit this show that he's on uh -huh. to play Superman again, and then you know they're like jerking him around. It's tough to feel bad for him because he's you know well off. He'll be fine, but it's like nah, he quit the show bad. to be in a movie, and now they're like, yeah, we're not doing that movie anymore. So see you later. That's fucked up. And that's, I don't know. James Gunn, I saw some snarky tweet that he put out where he made some like backhanded cliche joke. He was like, you and like someone was saying something about him. And then someone was like, look at this sick burn from James Gunn. Mm. And he, he mentioned something about like your mom's basement or something, which is like such an easy fucking cheap. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like not like, yeah, we get it. That's when you're like that's mailing it in. It's like, yeah, you got to. He's a clever guy. He could do. He could be funnier than that. Like talk about the guy, you know. Okay, lives with his, with his mom, but he also has sex with her. Talk about that. Green light. I'm gross tonight. Like I'm in like one of those. Like <laughs> I'm I'm a gross guy. This is my angle. Who's laughing? He's gross, folks. Hey guys, it's me, Mister Gross. He's in. Nice cheap lowbrow humor. Would you watch a Warhammer forty thousand show? No, I would not. I hate how it's forty thousand. That's the nerdiest part. Fun fact. It's like I didn't see the first thirty nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. Well, there is original armor. Warhammer. They're in separate universes. There's Warhammer that's set in the past and then Warhammer forty K set in the future. Wow. Is this how you feel when I talk about Avatar? Yes. <laughs> this is fucked up. Sick to your stomach? I'm gonna leave. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna fucking puke. Tramana. Hopefully, The Rock's probably like drowning his sorrows in Tramana as he's like... And a big plate of blondies! As he's like publicly pushed out of the DC universe <laughs> when his fucking piece of shit turkey Black Adam just came out like three months ago. Black Adam did well in the theaters. I got a case of the fuck it. Yeah. Although I did enjoy watching it for reasons I can't explain. It's, it was just like a perfect storm of turkey turmoil. But... Do we have anything more to say about The Rock? Should we leave him alone nah, for a moment? No, he's good. Okay, he's fine. For now. He'll come um, back. I'm also... Actually, I have more. Oh, he, go ahead. I'm worried that he's going to... Since he's flailing and falling apart desperately, publicly, 
I think he's going to come back to the Fast and Furious franchise. Begging. I'm okay with that. He's going to beg Vin Diesel for like a Popeye cameo in Fast 10. I don't hate him as like the fifth lead in a Fast and Furious movie. That is where he belongs. I don't hate him in that capacity. I hate him Fuck. as like the head of a franchise, nonstop fucking internet promotion, won't shut up about it. Like, yeah. I'm good with him. I'm good with him as, you know like Hobbs trying to catch Toretto and like having weird optical illusion fight scenes with Vin Diesel. Yeah. Like if they brought him back and did like, you know, just one decent to strong scene, I, I'd change my tune in a heartbeat and be like, I'm back on board. I didn't have an issue with him in those movies. He wasn't like necessary, but he was, I don't know. He's all big and strong. Fuck it. Brother. I mean, we'll see how it shakes out. Could I take you down to the cancel corner for a hot second? Tell you about some, uh, some hot series that have unfortunately oh, yeah. met their demise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stanley Tucci's TLC <laughs> series, Finding Italy with Stanley Tucci, has been canceled after a four-season run. Nobody needs that. Four-season run. They're going to just cut them off. Uh, I like my popcorn with, uh, with butter, lots of butter. <laughs> we like the butter speaking of joey i bet joey watches this show this is like exactly the kind of thing that he would pop on joey reminds me of stanley tucci yeah stanley tucci's a cool guy he is <laughs> but what i'm wondering is like joey's better looking than stanley tucci i'll say that no, no, but no, stanley no. tucci is a guy like i said this on the thread he's like two clicks away from david paymer mm. and like women want to fuck him yet tucci? david paymer is like your horrifying uncle yeah they're, but if you lined them up and someone said, hey, they're brothers, I'd buy it. I know what you mean. Yeah, like Tucci, he probably just has like nicer clothes. That's it. And David Paymer. Somebody and, took him to the gap, am I right? And like he's in The Devil Wears Prada and David Paymer is. Right, he's like a cool, like maybe he's gay fashion icon guy yeah. in one movie. And then he got like, I don't know. But yeah, David Paymer was in Get Shorty. Nothing to sneeze at. I'm a big Paymer fan, which is your Xbox Live handle. David Paymer. I don't think my Xbox works anymore. People have noticed that and remarked to me over the years. Like, who is David Paymer on Xbox? <laughs> like, who has that name? It's a good bit. But I mean, rest in peace, Stanley Tucci's fucking reality food series. Are we doing obits? I mean, I got one more. Okay. The, the Netflix series Blockbuster has been canceled after one season. One awful season, if I may say Did you say watch all so. of it? No, I watched two episodes and was like, this is maybe the biggest missed opportunity, piece of shit, misfire, dud that Netflix has ever produced. And that's saying, really saying yes. Yeah. What a waste, too. Like, something that could have been very funny. Yeah, like... It's set now in the last blockbuster, and it's just like a bunch of duds being like, oh, we work in this video store. No one comes here, blah, blah, blah. It should have been like a period piece set in like when video 2002. stores actually existed. It could have been like a fun, it could have been a whole thing. As like a Silicon Valley meets Clerks, and it's just like goofy and like very on the nose that it's the early 2000s. Yeah. Directed by anyone funny. Yeah. Kevin Smith, even. Fuck it. Hey, man. Yeah, I'm down. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm like, was that okay? He's in. But yeah, like I just wanted to be on. They should have hired us to make this show, basically. Mm. I that spent three hours there. Yeah. And you spent even more time than that just hanging out there when I worked there. Coming in blackout drunk and 
embarrassing yeah. you in front of your coworkers. You could have played a character on the blockbuster show that would have been would have provided some fun Sweeney. drama for the uh, core cast. Sweeney, am I in the show? <laughs> he is. Yes, McGurdy. Anybody fucking... listening know who that is? All I the, feel like yeah, Brian is listening. I could have brought in the whole rogues gallery. Brian, both Jeffs, including the one who shit his pants on the job twice and denied it. But it was twice? Two times. Awesome. Two separate occurrences. <laughs> shit his pants, had shit, like, literally trailing from his pants like a cartoon character. I've only shit my pants in my own home. Yeah, that's class. Like but a man. I think that Netflix canceling their show about Blockbuster failing... Which, you know, this whole show is just like a victory lap to embarrass Blockbuster, to be like, you don't exist anymore, we do. We have a show about the last... I think Blockbuster wins now that this show's canceled. Bring it back. I'd go rent movies. Yeah. Going out in the pouring rain to get a flick. Only old Dupree. But I just, I really, I feel like no one's watched the show no. and you shouldn't i watched the first episode and shut it off because it's really bad yeah like really truly awful stuff i'm glad it got canceled and do you have any more obits you'd like to discuss i have one? a really good one actually hit me hopefully it's not someone uh hopefully it's not a friend of the show oh no is Cher okay Cher's okay but her mother is dead <laughs> oh her mother that's it I'm honestly amazed that Cher's mother was still around at this moment in she time, was, 2022. Actually. I mean, do you, if there's life after love, I think Cher's mother is, she's out there somewhere Cher. dancing to this hit single, folks. I'm going to be a radio DJ and hit the post Cher's. and say bullshit like that. <laughs> Today we say you. goodbye to Cher's mother. Yeah, say a prayer for Cher's mother out there, folks. We have a, a couple of requests coming in. This is Spider Harrison. I, I got a shit in my pants and uh, <laughs> a fucking heart of gold. We'll see you out there. Do you think is, Cher remembers 9-11? <laughs> I'm sure it's all she thinks about. I think this song is about 9-11, actually. <laughs> Why it's so peppy. I was watching all sorts of 9-11 videos this morning. I believe that. That sounds exactly like the kind of thing that you'd be doing on any morning. <laughs> there was a good one. There was uh, there's this like wall of smoke and debris coming off the second tower. Okay. And like this woman goes running down like, I don't know, like Madison Avenue and comes running into a, like an ice cream shop to hide okay. from like a tidal wave of smoke and debris. She's like, hi, I'd like a two scoop cone. <laughs> I, uh, this is an emergency. I'm, am I the only one who thinks 9-11's hilarious? No, everyone's on board. The fans January love 6th will soon be as funny as 9-11. You heard it here first. I've been wow. saying, I've been pushing that narrative for a year now. Yeah, that's your like flag in the sand. It is. Whatever you call anything. I'm dying on that hill. There it is. R.I.P. Ashley Babbitt. You were an American patriot and a hero, and you left this planet way too soon. Thank you. Thank you for your service, Ashley. You're a true patriot. I don't know who you're talking about, but I'm going to say... Don't. Woman who was shot in the face by Capitol Police and died. Oh, word? Because she was trying to smash through the glass to get through to like Nancy Pelosi's office or something. Fucking Nancy Pelosi. Fucking Nancy Pelosi. Also, speaking of Nancy Pelosi, I saw the other day, <laughs> you were, what were you watching on like Peacock, some Nancy Pelosi Oh, I didn't actually watch it, but oh, on fuck. HBO Max, they have some Nancy Pelosi, like, I don't know if it's a biopic or a documentary or what it is. I think it's like a three-part docu-series. Yeah, it had, oh, it's called Pelosi in the House. Mm. That's what it was. Yeah. 
Pelosi in the house. The whole movie is actually about her insider trading and her smelly ass. I was hoping it was about like her in Big Mama's house. Pelosi in, in Big Mama's house. And it's like a team up movie. Well, with The Whale coming out, we got all sorts of fat suit movies <laughs> coming back, I think. Because The Whale's yeah. going to win an Oscar, which is going to open the door for so many more. I legit, I saw an article where like Darren Aronofsky had to like answer for people saying that this is like a fat suit movie. Diehard fans will remember. I've been saying this for weeks. I've been comparing him to Fat Bastard and or any number of characters from Respucia or the Clumps franchise. Anything Eddie Murphy did in the aughts, basically. But uh, yeah, this is like a serious drama and it's Brendan Fraser's big comeback. But at the end of the day, it's a fat suit movie. And we will be reviewing it here on the program in the coming weeks. But we're giving it some guff just for fun. Mm. And I feel like I had more there, but then I just immediately forgot on a dime. More obituaries? Or just more about, mm. but it's fine. Moving along. I have another reveal. Hit me, baby. Yellowstone is bad, and I might be done. Wow. Just remind the fans about your Yellowstone journey. We're in like season five of this show. Hank's watched every episode, and it's like his whole thing. It's like my top point. show, and Taylor Sheridan is killing it. In a bad way, like making it die. I've heard from other people, including friend of the show, uh, Dan's dad, Bill, who it's his birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Bill. Hello, Bill. He said the season's a little lacking. Yes. I feel like this is like a, a politics heavy season. Isn't Kevin Costner's character like running for fucking. He became the governor. The governor so now, of Yellowstone? Yeah. Fuck. Of uh, Montana. So now, but now that's the whole focus is like everybody's trying to steal the land, and it it sucks, man. It's mm. so bad. Yeah, and our boy Cole Hauser isn't even being like the fun heavy. Like nothing. Like. I need Cole Hauser breaking through glass walls and beating the shit out of three dudes with guns. It's a good cow in every episode, and he's not. He's just like a boring like husband dad now. It's just not good. See, this is why I was always surprised you got into this show. Because I watched five episodes and was like really doing my darndest to get into the show. And it really just didn't grab me. It was too slow. There was only like two characters I found interesting. I don't know. Hopefully you power through and the season heats up because you're really invested in Yellowstone. Even though you don't watch any of the spinoffs, it's... Uh, I do, though. I think I watched all of 1923, or ni 1883, and I'm going to watch 1923. The Harrison Ford one? Hello, Callista. Uh, we do this every week. This we both is... say, like, Callista, and then give up. <laughs> this is a period piece. And uh, check out Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Coming to theaters someday on Earth. <clears throat> Speaking of uh, way too late fucked up sequels that I'm concerned about, did you see that trailer for Scream 6? Uh, no, but is Jenna Ortega in it? She is. She's having somewhat of a moment, huh? She's a real sensation out there. Mm. Started the hit series Netflix on Wednesday, which I watched too many episodes you of. You just flipped it. Did you notice that? Did I? Yeah, you said Netflix on Wednesday. Oh, fuck. <laughs> But, uh, and she's, what else is she in? I guess she was in Scream 5, which they she just She was super Scream. annoying in that. I don't remember her being in it much. I think she's the one who, like, gets stabbed and is on ice for most of the movie. I thought she was bad. Like, one of the killers at the end. 
Or is that the girl who was in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? There's yes. like seven like attractive enough brunette women that are coming mm. up in Gen Z right now. Yeah. And I've we've made the joke like Mia Goth and Jenna Ortega getting them mixed up. It wasn't even a joke at first, but it's, mm. I've doubled down on it. He's back. There's like there's like 19 women that all I get them all confused, and I think that means I'm getting old. Yeah, like those women aren't even on my radar anymore. Mm. That sounds healthy. Is it though? I don't know. I love my wife very much, despite earlier when I said that if my she wife. let me, I would have sex with anyone that doesn't have AIDS or mm. is a blood relative. I, yes. st- I love my wife very much. Okay, good caveat. You saved it, and he's back. She doesn't listen, so we're good. <laughs> The, if she did listen, she'd be bored. What? Wow. No, but Scream 6-wise, the this is the one without, or the first one without Nev Campbell, you know, who played Sydney. They couldn't make it work with the money, right? Yeah, they, they didn't want to, like, pay her enough, oh. I guess. I remember seeing a story where she's like, yeah, they didn't, you know, they didn't give out figures, but it's like, she is the Scream movies, especially at this point. Like, the only... They have a bunch of people who were in the last one, but they're only in the last one. It's not impressive mm-hmm. that they got back the cast from that one. And Courtney Cox is popping up, which is like kind of embarrassing. She should she should have like you know, in solidarity with Nev Campbell been like, "No, we're not going to be in this." But I don't know. They had a trailer where the big hook in this one is uh it's in New York City. All the other ones take place in the fictional town of Woodsboro, wherever. And this one, it's, uh, you know, they have like Ghostface on a the New York subway. And a bunch of people are in the costume. You don't know who's who. It's actually kind of like a cool looking sequence. But I really liked the fifth one. It also seems kind of desperate where when they're like, like, it's Ghostface in New York City. It's like when Friday the 13th was Jason Takes Manhattan. <laughs> So we don't have any ideas left, so we're sending them to a location, and that's the plot of this one. Yeah, you know who can get away with that? The Muppets. Yes. Yeah, that's like it. They can take Manhattan or space mm-hmm. and such, but it's silly when... Like, what's the reasoning for Ghostface to be in New York going to be? And do you think New York City might be a character in Scream 6? <laughs> Enjoying my own duds. <laughs> the, uh... He's like, hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> New York stuff. <laughs> Fucking. I, I don't. don't uh, I don't imagine them making too many more of the Scream movies, but I could, like perhaps they could make like 17 more. I as long as people watch them, they'll keep going. People forget that the TV show happened. Oof! Never Remember forget that? that show was on MTV. It didn't make it. It sure didn't. Was it, it one did season? Make, I think it got two, which is regrettable. Two is weird. Two is almost worse though, because it's like the people like I guess they got paid more, but it's like you're after a first season not getting canceled, you're probably like, all right, we're good. I got a job for a while now, because mm. they'll just make shows for forever unless they're very good and smart, True. like Ozark or Sopranos, where they know to cut it before it gets cheesy. Yes. Speaking of shows that got cut before their time, the Party Down revival that we've talked oh, about. Oh man, it is finally. It has a premiere date, February 24th. Oh, good. I thought you were going to say that it was not happening. Oh, it's back, baby. Good, good, good. And they have like the entire returning cast, including friend of the show, Ken Marino, Adam Scott. I got a good feeling about this show. And if you've never seen it, it's uh, the run is on Stars, and I think also on Hulu. Mm. 
It's a show about like out of work actors or like trying to get more work actors who work for a catering company. It's uh, very funny, gritty, dark, workish. Can't recommend it highly enough. Um, Jesse Plemons lost a bunch of weight. <laughs> what do you think of this? Have you seen that? He's wow. like he's like a skinny guy now. He looks good. Everyone said he looks like Walter White on the set of this new Yorgos Lanthimos movie. Nice Breaking Bad connection. Famously played Todd on the series. I mean, he's filming a movie with Emma Stone and Margaret Qualley. Directed by Yorgos Lanthimos. Could be a piece of work. Mm. Sounds like something mm. we'd watch. Are we Plemons guys? Yeah, I think he's great. The Way of the Dog was... The Way of the Slog. Wow. But I like... That might be the most boring movie I've ever seen in my life. I want to look at... I think it's called Wildfire. He, that movie with him and Jason Siegel and that babe that's on Netflix. I really like that movie. I'm going to double check it now so I know what to recommend to the, to the fans here. It's not Wildfire. We're looking at Plemons. Um... <clears throat> Kitty's also in The Irishman. Windfall is the movie I'm thinking of. What Folks, was that about again? I definitely watched that. Windfall on Netflix. It's like a weird thriller where Jason Siegel has him and his wife kidnapped. And I'm not going to say more in case fans want to check it out. I really dug this movie. And he was great in it. But My yeah, favorite Jesse Plemons role is absolutely um, Game Night. Oh, that character is just hysterical to me. How is that profitable for the Frito-Lay Corporation? <laughs> I think he should have won an Academy Award for that movie, legitimately. I think that he was like deadpan in character the entire time. And the character itself had like such a cool arc where you're like, this guy's a psycho, then he's a hero, and you're like rooting for him. I yes. just, I don't know that. I'm not like a huge Plemons guy, but he was very, very good in that. Agreed. And uh, they changed the title of that new Joaquin Phoenix, directed by Ari Aster, A24 movie. It was called Disappointment Boulevard. They came out with a new poster. The movie's called Bo is Afraid. Not a great title. Bo, Bo, Bo is Afraid? Bo, Bo, Bo. And like Joaquin Phoenix, it has his name on the poster, but then it's like a CGI de-aged version of him. I see, I saw it. It's so weird. Which has me a little concerned about this movie. I'm getting like Benjamin Button vibes from this. For people who aren't aware, Ari Aster did Hereditary and Midsommar. So this movie's probably like a fucked up weird horror movie in some regard. So like, I'm sure it'll be good, but they changed the title to something worse than the original. And I don't know what to make of it, but I'm intrigued. Are you intrigued? I'm intrigued. I mean, I was super excited about a Disappointment Boulevard, and I thought like the pictures that leaked from set looked really interesting, and da 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 da. Mm. But I don't yada, know. Yada yada. We'll be there opening day. And uh, I, I mean, of course, but I, the fact I don't like a movie when you like they've been saying, or I've had Disappointment Boulevard in my head for a year, mm. and now they're changing the name entirely. I hate that. A lot. Bad Way Boulevard. Mm. Greenlight. And HBO Max continues to like remove stuff from their service, effectively deleting them from existence. The show Westworld, which was recently canceled with no closure, 
a show that had a huge budget, big stars, went for four seasons. <laughs> they canceled with no anything. Not only did they cancel it, they're removing it from HBO Max. So, like, it won't be on their service The anymore. whole show? Yeah. Which seems crazy. It's like this I is- saw you guys talking about that while I, I was driving, though. So I was like, what are they? And I didn't engage. But the, that article is what you that you sent that to us. Yeah. This was their, like, like we need to have a new Game of Thrones. Like, this is going to be our, like, big budget, cool show that everyone watches. And mm. it kind of, like, fell off. People weren't into it. But they spent a fortune on it. And it's just, like, hilarious that they're like, yeah, just forget about Westworld. We're deleting it. It never happened. I thought that the first season was kind of cool, but I, it left me feeling sort of dumb and confused. Yeah. First season's legitimately good. And then season two is so boring and confusing. And three, I don't even know. I didn't touch four. And, yeah, now it's just, it'll never have an ending. And it's removed from reality. Cod is the only Westworld fan in existence, so yeah. it's not really an accident that they chopped it. And I legitimately can't tell if he actually watches it or if he's just bidding. He's like, this is stirring. He's the best troll in the game. I still don't even believe that he even saw Avatar. I think he might be just playing us That's good. for a fool. He is kind of a pro troll. Oh, yeah. He's the top troll. He, he makes me look like a, just regular Joe. Like I, And I trolled. I've had some good ones. I had you convinced for like a year that I liked Star Wars. That is true. I bought it hook, line, and sinker. Mm. Hook, line, and stinker. Can I do Please. another death news or more you death can. news? Yes, yes, um, yes. Ellen DeGeneres' DJ Twitch committed suicide the other day. Wow. So, Are you trying to make me cry here on the pod? You know that I'm a big fan of Ellen DeGeneres' DJ Twitch. People on the internet were going nuts because he's like a handsome, cool black guy and he's has like Fuck. fun dance moves. I mean, I didn't realize he was a handsome, cool black guy. Now I'm feeling. I do black. feel like handsome, cool black guys like our friend Trey are more in my brother-in-law Stern. What up, what up? They're more valuable than us regular old white guys in a basement. Yeah, they're like blood diamonds. That's what we well, need to keep exactly. them safe. He is my son. I must go find him. <laughs> Where did you bury it? Hell yeah. German You're going to show us where it's hidden? He's also in there too. Who? Give me the name of the guy who says you're going to show us where it's hidden and I'll give you, I'll buy you pizza. I mean, that's beyond even me. That's too far deep. I'm going to buy you pizza either way. It's on its way. He's that, back. That's a reveal. At a boy. Um, what was I going to say though? I can't remember that guy's name at all. Blood and Diamond, I can see his see face. <clears throat> you're going to show us where it's hidden? From the trailer, I know you know what I'm talking about. We've watched that trailer like in slow motion on on demand on Comcast box laughing in 2006. Blood Diamond's pretty forgettable, but it's a very watchable, like solid 2006. Uh, it has its moments. Like, adventure movie. I don't even know what you'd call such a movie. I hated the fact that they nominated everybody for Oscars and the movie. I think it was nominated for Best Picture, wasn't it? Yeah, like I feel like Leo was. Uh, Nominated opposite himself in The Departed, which Kitty fucking totally should have fucking won for. But he was nominated for both in the same year, Blood Diamond and The Departed. And it's like, Blood Diamond, he's doing like a voice. This is a joke. What are we doing here? Even though he's also doing a voice in The Departed, and it's also a joke, but it's sicker and doper. More cheap, tight, and dope. And more bean set. Uh, I enjoyed The Departed. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I will co-sign that. I have a co-signer. Also, we have a special guest tonight. 50 Cent is here with us to celebrate the See fact you, that... Did you, 50, I'm really happy that you're here. Yeah, man. In the Shit. club, uh, just hit a billion streams on Spotify. Congratulations, yeah, 50. Shit, bitch. That's fucking dope. 
50. You, you still I, watching the Book of Power, part four, chapter, whatever the fuck, man? 50, I love you, but you bring that up every time you're here, and I've told you every time that you were here that I don't watch that anymore. Why the fuck not, man? What the fuck else are you fucking watching? Shit, man. Um, 50, wow, I, noticed really bullying brought, you in. I noticed that you brought some bitches with you here tonight. <laughs> Are they all drinking yeah. champagne? Yeah, and vitamin water. Is Don't I? Do I still want that? champagne in a wheelchair? Shit, man. Fucking Tony Soprano. <laughs> uh, 50. <laughs> fucking champagne in the wheelchair. 50. Uh, are you going to act again anytime soon? I really loved your work in... Uh... Do you remember that movie where he lost like 80 pounds to play a guy with AIDS and then the movie did horribly and no one watched it? There's no way that a movie where 50 Cent lost weight to play someone who had AIDS exists. Is this real? Yes. This I is... don't remember what it was called, but he, he lost like a bunch of weight. The movie came out. It did not go to theaters. It got like it straight to VOD and then like just disappeared off the face of the earth. Wait, and he didn't win an Academy Award? Nope. Is that what you're saying? He lost like all of his muscle and all of his body weight for nothing. <laughs> Shit, man. The best. The good stuff. That's fucked up. He just left, but I mean, that's fucking wild that I haven't seen that movie or even heard of it. Um, what else? I mean, I was going through my letterbox stats the other day, oh, yeah? like a real cool guy, and I had some fun. You're a letterbox pro, also. I am, yeah. I, mean, I started at the the pro level because I was like, I just it's like twelve dollars for the year or something. It's dope. But you can like find all these fun stats, like see your most watched actors. My most watched actor is Samuel L. Jackson and Tom Cruise. They're both tied for number Pete one. Pete Davidson made it into mine. I'm That's, humiliated. Oh, how am I even in enough stuff for your for me in to be head, in this? In my head I was like, bodies, bodies, bodies. Fuckin'. What the fuck else? Yeah. That movie with Bill Burr, I guess. Was yeah, that was that twenty two? Yeah, dead. Um, that was, I think that was like a year or two ago at this point. So yeah, I don't even know what they're talking about. That is weird. But yeah, lists like this are uh, Jesse Plemons, 19 films that I've seen. This, actually, this isn't just in the year. This is all time. But, uh, I guess I watch a lot of Jesse Plemons features. Scarlett Johansson's in there with 18 films. This is the Jesse Plemons appreciation show. Yeah. They must count all those times I rewatched Don John. If Scarlett Johansson's this high on my, uh, how my many times watches. have you rewatched it? I mean, probably sixteen, easy. I saw Don John in the theaters alone, and I have since rewatched it three times. <laughs> <laughs> my pad, my ride, my my boys, my girls, my this, my. I have that. way too many parallels with that character. <laughs> I'm not a filthy Italian, but <laughs> other than that, it's like. It kind of checks the boxes, unfortunately. If you haven't seen it, it's the only movie Joseph Gordon-Levitt has directed, and it's a wild turkey. Did he not direct anything of any episodes of Mr. Corman? He might have done that, but that's his only feature film. Okay. And I thought I love, he jumped in on, on that. They they promoted that movie. In the trailer, it says, like, the first movie directed by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, implying, like, this is the beginning of, like, a directing career. <laughs> And then it was just like this weird turkey that everybody was like, what the, why did he make this? Don John? You was like a <laughs> Italian Lothario? What the fuck is this? He did a couple of, of hits. Like, I think you were a Looper guy. Love and Looper. I really liked him in Ryan Johnson's Brick. Yeah, like he had a run where he was in, like Christopher Nolan was using <clears throat> him. He's in yeah. Inception and Dark Knight Rises. He was like on top of the world for a while. And then he just kind of 
I think Don John derailed everything, frankly. Fucked up his whole career. I and think, then he like started a record label. It's like Ugly Kid Joe Records or whatever the fuck it was called and disappeared into <laughs> obscurity. And now he's like, I'm back with this tepid HBO or <laughs> Apple TV Plus series that no one watched with yeah. the Hispanic guy from Silicon Valley. Wow. It yeah. was it was bad. I watched almost every episode. At one point, Lucy and I were like, are we still doing this with the with the Corman show? I feel like that happens with you guys with a lot of shows where you'll just look to her and be like, are you even kind of in? Oh, you mean like season f- like four of Mr. Mercedes? Yeah. You're like, should we keep going with this? She's like, I'm asleep, actually. So well, she got a Kindle last year. And like for the past like six months, she's been reading like a motherfucker. So she'll be like, I'm just going to read my book. Like we'll be in the middle of a show and she'll be like, I'm just going to read my book. And I'm like, and she's like, I'm still going to like kind of watch. And I'm like, yeah. you're reading. You're not watching the show. You're worse than me on my phone. So, so you're not digging this episode of Sons of Anarchy? I just want to be sure. Like I, you're, you're out? I plunged like head first into a Sons of Anarchy rewatch. And the, I think I almost finished season one. And at that point, it was just getting so, so bad. I remember thinking, am I, how am I still doing this? Mm. Like this is not good television it's aged horribly the camera work sucks like kurt sutter doesn't have an eye for the camera they should bring back his fathers of anarchy seasoned (laughs) but they're they're just old now yes he's in he gets it it's like a violent wild hogs ron perlman's like hey uh, (laughs) i'm down (laughs) i don't like trump and stuff i almost just spit diet coke into the microphone not like it trumps my old thing and being hellboy and that's it. He has bitch tits. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Didn't you see him? I used at, to see him in the locker room all the time. He was an elliptical guy. I love imagining you and Ron Perlman the, the having Hollywood a Gold. Um, Jack Harlow and the singer Dula Lipa are dating. Fucking. Does that mean like me and Dula Lipa are done or fucking whatever? I'm sorry, what was that? Fuck, what? Did what? you, the fucking guy is here, and I guess you had sex with Dua Lipa? Fucking maybe. I don't even. That's pretty fucking, sick, I guess. Don't fucking worry about it. Fucking. Um, okay. The fucking guy stole her away from Trevor Noah. I feel like Dua Lipa is dating someone new every week. Is she like a sitcom character? I don't know what her deal is. I feel like she's one of the more attractive women working right now in the entertainment business. Hmm. Wouldn't it be funny if she had like a really, really smelly ass or something that just ruined that? I think it would be funny and also kind of dope. Yeah, I mean, like if she had whatever as at all times. Oh, as. <laughs> also, did you see that Ben Affleck uh, has been called out for being seen in public with his wife Jennifer Lopez on a Starbucks coffee run? Mm. Dunkin' Donuts is apparently very upset at ben being a turncoat i mean i'm at a point i'm this is not even a bit i had starbucks the other day that was fucking i'm sorry uh, dunkin donuts the other day that was rocket fuel like it was very strong and i'm always good? the first per- like good yeah okay. i'm always the first person to say their coffee is fucking terrible mm. but every now and then you get it's just inconsistent Starbucks has slipped big time since they started having issues with the people, all their workers unionizing. I think that's just sort of made the whole place go down the tubes. Mm. Like the Starbucks, down the tubes. Mm. The Starbucks literally across from my work closes at, I think, two in the afternoon. What? And I mean, I'm not a huge afternoon coffee guy, but like a tea or anything. Yeah. And just, 
I don't know even, I don't think they, they don't open early anymore either. I'm pretty sure they don't open until seven or eight. Really? Just this I one in particular, but it's a lot oh, of them, okay. a lot, like they're out, they're franchised, I guess. So they're all, diff- a lot of it's different. Especially coffee places. If you're not open all day, I, I imagine these places open at like five. In my mind, so like- coffee shops should open at five and five in the morning, focus only on coffee and be closed by 11 a.m. Yeah, like. I mean, these are for the the working guys out there. I mean, I don't drink coffee, but I'm out there this hour. If I was a coffee guy, I would need it at that time. I need you to become a coffee guy. You you think I should get in there? I think so. You think I need one more vice? (laughs) Let's let's add it on. (laughs) You quit smoking. It's time to get in. I'm a coffee guy, folks. Yeah, it just it tastes weird to me. I know everyone. It's like everyone's thing. It's, it's just, the best. I can't uh, can't get into it. There's literally nothing on earth that's more important to me than coffee. I love the idea of being like the coffee buzz seems fun. Oh, it's the best. I feel like I'm missing out. I went too far with the coffee this morning, and I had like some bad news about like just this like insurance thing and like a few other like little details that were just like a pain in the ass to deal with. Mm. And I had so much coffee that like my chest tightened up like I was having a heart attack and I was still enjoying it. <laughs> and you're like, yes, this is what it's all about. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I can have as many cafe lattes as I want. I was literally palpitating. I'm a palpatine. Um, and also there's a woman in New York City who is impersonating Julia Fox. A word? Yes. Uncle John? Like with the makeup and the emaciated body and the really tight weird clothes are people buying it this is kind of fun she looks enough like her that she's probably fooled people yes also what if julia fox is responsible for this kanye stuff you think she fed all these ideas into his head when they i think he's been on a downward spiral for the last like five or six years if Mm. not more and his last like three albums have been pretty bad thank you and i'm kind of sick of him Oh, yeah, it's over. I love him, but like, bye. He's slam dunked into the obits. He's done. (laughs) They'll never not be. I'll always love his first few albums. And like, I do still, I'm hoping that he'll turn it around. And like, I did this a couple weeks ago where I Mm. mourned the loss of him, sort of. But like, when I see him appearing on the Proud Boy podcast and stuff, it's like, racism's only okay if it's funny. Get yeah, when, that out of here, dude. Like, come on. When you're on the Alex Jones podcast and like Alex Jones is trying to like dance around to clean up the things you're saying, like you're in a bad way. You're on Bad Way Boulevard. Yeah. Or at least Disappointment Boulevard. At this moment, do you want to take a break and rewatch Black Adam, which is now on HBO Max? I sure do. Okay. We'll be right back, folks. We'll be right back. Black Adam was profitable and also good. Blondies. <laughs> Hey team, welcome back to the program. Mm. Uh, we just watched a movie that I think is still in theaters and is now available on demand, Bones and All. Mm. Which is not a follow-up to the Fox hit series Bones, starring David Boreanaz and Emily Deschanel, like <laughs> I thought it was. Uh. It's actually a new feature film from Luca Guadagnino. I'm going to say this is True Blood hmm. meets The Florida Project. <laughs> I like the idea of anyone hearing that and being like, ooh, that sounds like it's for me. 
I've been waiting for True Blood Meets, the Florida project. <laughs> Suki, you may not eat Suki. I feel like I've been referencing True Blood all day to people who are like, what is True Blood? Did it earlier and and uh, the people no one, loved it. No one even knew what I was talking about. I was like, fuck. But yeah, this is uh, Luke Guadagnino. He did Call Me By Your Name, which also starred Timothy Chalamet, who's the star or co-star of this picture. Mm. And did what did you think of Call Me By Your Name, just as a side note? I thought it was uh, sexy. It was intelligent. Mm. <laughs> it was, uh, I liked it a lot. You jerked off to the peach scene. I did. <laughs> Army Hammer tied me up. It was awesome. It is funny how... Army Hammer was in that movie that that director and mm. Timothy Chalamet made. And then he's got his weird cannibalism stuff that he got canceled for. And here's a movie that's about cannibalism. Yeah. But it turns into like about, a sweet romance. How about kind throwing of. him a bone, huh? Yeah. Literally. Get it? <laughs> and, and all. Loved it. <laughs> oh, and all. <laughs> but yeah, the I'm not even going to read this summary because it's bad and makes no sense. This movie, what did you think of this picture? Uh, I liked it a lot. I'll never watch it again. Mm. But it looked really cool, yep. as we always say, because we are true cinephiles. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I just thought the pacing of it was interesting. I thought like it was over two hours, but it didn't quite feel that way. I will agree with that. It like flew by for a movie over two mm. hours. The Mark Rylance stuff was super interesting. Mark Rylance, who is like gunning for the crown for the weirdest guy in movies. In history, yeah. Do we even have a summary for this? I mean, it's a weird one. I thought this was like an apocalypse movie for a mm. while, but it's basically just like a road trip romantic comedy. Not even comedy, like romance. There are like elements of humor to it, but it's like a, yeah. It's more like a weird drama with splashes of horror that involve cannibalism. I liked how original this movie was. What I want to know, though, is who is this for? <laughs> I think us. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I thought I really appreciate how fucked up and weird and unpredictable it was. I had no idea where this movie was going at any point, which I always appreciate. And yeah, this is... It's tough to talk about without just giving it all away, but... I don't know. It reminded me of that movie Raw, which I know we've recommended in the past. Mm. But if what you was the other movie it, by that director, Titan. Yes, I recommend both of those, but both especially those Raw. Solid, yeah, if you want to watch a movie that tackles the subject of cannibalism and takes it maybe way too seriously, check out Raw and also this. Mm. But uh, Timmy Chalamet in a fedora eating people. What you think of him? Him like having like a gay jerk off scene and then slicing the guy's throat was pretty cool yeah whatever it takes to get that bite mm. i didn't get he was by i mean i don't really like have anything to say about this movie it's Ooh. a tough one to discuss like it's gross it's weird i felt like it was very original i've never really seen a movie like this yeah like I mean, I don't have that much to say either, but I, I did like it. And like oh. I liked how weird and fucked up it was. It was well made, well acted. Like, I'll take it. Like, but right, agreed. But how the hell would you recommend it to somebody? I don't even know. Yeah. It's it like, was really interesting with the death. Yeah, like 
hey, do you want to watch a movie that's like kind of sweet at moments, but is mostly just like a weird, fucked up road trip cannibal saga? Mm. I don't know who that's for, but yeah. I mean, I dug it. Um, And yeah, it was oddly sweet at times. Like, it almost felt like two movies like mashed together at times. Tonally, it wasn't really gelling, but... Right. Was never bored? No. I enjoyed watching it. They had a nice Trent Reznor score. He normally does all the David Fincher scores. I guess he's branching out. The only people I would recommend this to are Rion and you, and you guys both saw it. So yeah. I guess this movie's dead. It dies with us. <laughs> no, all the heads out there will do. In her wheelchair? And yeah, that is in theaters and now on demand. Bones the, and all. The next review is a hot one. Yes. You loved this. I did. You fired up Peacock. And you were like, I want to watch the new George Clooney, Julia Roberts rom-com that I've heard nothing about from anybody on earth. And we did just that. Mm. It's called Ticket to Paradise, which is frustrating. Why didn't they call it Two Tickets to Paradise and maybe play that dope Eddie Money song at some point? Probably because of copyright. Fuck, you're totally right. But they should have done that. It would have bumped the whole movie up a letter grade. And It was, I don't know. I've had it with... I've had it with like these kind of movies in general where they're like, oh, it's a picturesque setting. I fucking had it. I am sick and tired. <laughs> it just fucking brought that to life for some reason. But yeah, this is like a rom-com. I mean, they're obviously great in the Oceans movies together as Danny Ocean and Tess Ocean. I feel like they're in something else together probably. I can't recall. But either way, this is like, oh, they're back together. But they do the thing where, like, they're, they play a divorced couple in this. And they're, yes. like, at odds. And they're, they have to be together to deal with their daughter. And they're on this weird vacation. Yeah, she's getting married to some guy she met in Bali, like, a month before. And mm. they don't support this wedding. So they both go down to kind of throw a monkey wrench into the works. And uh, it's everything you would picture about, like, it's just a movie that exists. Yeah, like this This movie is just an endless series of scenes of them just being snarky to each other. Like they walk into the scene, George Clooney's like, oh, you again? Like, what are you doing here? My ex-wife who I don't get along with. And it's just them being like snide and awful. Like, I hated this. Yeah, it was bad. I just wanted them to be cool and like rob terry benedict's casino together it was just run frust- and hide in bali it was really like frustrating the shit out of me them just being like mean and nasty to each other yeah. and this was bad and not funny and just really had nothing going for it so this is on peacock it is tickets to paradise i would say skip it yeah it was bad i didn't watch like anything else it had like a besides a, crap yeah i mean i don't even know I am Shauna Ray. That girl from Booksmart who plays their daughter, she was, she's decent. She was doing what she could to elevate a... What's her name again? Like uh, Kevin Finnerty or... Yes, her name is Kevin Finnerty. <laughs> like the season five Sopranos episode. Exactly. I can't remember her name and it, it was killing me the whole movie because I know it. Caitlin Deaver. There it is. Boom. Nailed it. And I will echo your sentiment. You, you don't want to watch this. Even Skip if you it. like cheeseball romantic comedies like I do sometimes, this one's not, it doesn't have the stuff. No. 
you won't enjoy it. Very skippable. Um, Speaking of skippable, what's not skippable? I'm getting into Tulsa King, folks. Best show on TV. The hot new Paramount Plus series starring a 75-year-old Sylvester Stallone as a mob guy who is a fish out of water in Wyoming and just kind of bullying people, just being a mob guy. This show's like a series of him just walking into businesses and demanding they pay him to keep them safe from gangs. Safe? Yeah, like, this is... I'm not critiquing it. I think this is good. Yeah, I love it. I think more shows should be like this. More shows should just be simple and fun with, like, you know, an easy-to-follow plot and some violence, a couple of cool guys. Yeah. Who cares? Just, this show... Let's go. This show's great, like, dumb guy TV. Yeah. It's like, every episode's 40 minutes. It's, like, so dumb, you couldn't possibly not follow it. It's just... I love dumb guy TV. Yeah. Like I'm gets, a dumb guy. I settle right in. I love it. <laughs> it gets in. It gets out. I'm I'm four episodes in. I think there's only five up so far. This hate, show is entertaining. And it's I'm fun, I'm actually yeah. enjoying watching it. I hate watching a show that's really elevated and and just like clearly for a more cerebral television guy mm. who's like not playing with his phone for 25 minutes of every episode <laughs> so i'm like you know when i settle into tulsa king I'm, i don't even have to look at the screen i'm just like yep i'm already at the finish i get it <laughs> they We're should here. they should advertise stuff for people like that it's like are you looking for a show that you can like half watch basically just listen to while looking at your phone Right. Are you dumb as rocks? (laughs) Check out Tulsa King, now streaming on Paramount Plus. Um, Stallone, he's still got it. Oh yeah, he's got the stuff. And also, the show, it reminds me of that episode of The Sopranos when Polly goes to that new coffee shop and like tries to be like, hey, like give us a taste. And they're like, what? We'd have to like check with corporate about that. (laughs) But that's, that's this show, but like it works. For some this reason, espresso just shit. Just because Stallone is like that dope. And I thought we'd also mention White Lotus Season 2 finished this past week. And I thought it was a pretty strong sophomore season for the Mike White. Yeah, that was pretty good. Written, directed HBO anthology series. Kind of tired of hearing people talk about it. Hey, what do you mean? Those spoiler memes flying around. I know, I felt bad. I, you poisoned I, I, me with one. I hit you with a meme. They're in the obits. No more memes of shows that are new. <laughs> like, there's nothing more frustrating than the meme uh, guys going to work while the show is just coming on the air. It is annoying when it's like night of. It's like you can't like just go to bed and go sit to bed. on these memes for a fucking fortnight. Meme culture is really all about just being the first one to do it. It is. The jokes are always very obvious. Yeah. So you just have to be ahead of everybody else or steal it the most. Yeah, yeah, it really is like plug and play with a lot yes. of these bits. It's They're the same bit over and over and over again. And, you know, I, I don't not send them. I don't not laugh at them. But I'm, I'm just, when I saw the one, I'm, I'm falling asleep sitting up. He's um, back. That second half of the show, slumber, sleepy boys after a busy day. Fucking. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've had it with the me. Granted, I was like two days out of the window. I just like, I went to bed at like 8 p.m. Monday Mm. night. Tuesday night, I think I watched it. But that's still, that's two nights after. Usually we watch it night of. I forget why we didn't. Dopely? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I 
I think season one's probably better, but if you haven't seen them, they're both very strong seasons of television with mm. good characters, interesting yarns. Yeah. I recommend them. Got renewed, so it'll be back. Yeah, season three is going to take place in Boston. Right. And uh, feature an all Wahlberg cast. And I think that's all we watched this week. Oh, good. That's enough. I'm yawning. Get tired. I just had your show's coming off the fucking rails. Kid. I mean, at this moment in time, why don't we remind the fans if you feel compelled to let us know what you're watching or have any questions, comments, etc. Shoot us an email and enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. We could really use an email. It has been months. Yeah. Send us an email and uh, you'll get on next week. That's a guarantee for our Christmas guarantee. spectacular. Oh, how, wow. How close are we to Christmas? Yeah, that'll be the Christmas. Next week is like the day before Christmas Eve. Yeah. So, We're going to do a nice day show. Ooh, yes. A couple of vacation boys. And uh, we'll be reviewing, I can't think of anything stupid and Christmassy enough. Emancipation, again. Yeah, we'll be reviewing Emancipation. Will Smith's latest and greatest. Avatar, I guess. You'll have seen it at Whoa, least. Whoa, baby, yes. How can I forget about Avatar? I'm seeing it tomorrow night. We'll be covering that and a bunch more next week on the program. Ryan, do you think that's enough? I do. He does. Folks, have a goo. Thanks for listening. And bye. Hey, listen, buddy. I gotta go. Thank you. Take a stand. 